Lawrence, welcome back to the Spoken Truth Talk Show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back for week number two of yes. the State of the Church. Listen. Hey. I was, <laughs> I'm anticipating. <laughs> I'm so excited. I've been waiting for today yeah. since September. Yes. And I'm so excited because week two, like we did last year for yes. the State of the Church, we had Apostle Philip Smith yes, on the show. Yes. And listen, now he's our apostle. Yes, yes. You know, for the state of the church, he's right. now our apostle. Yes. And we're so excited for the questions. We're yes. so excited about the feedback and the prophetic insight we're about to have yeah. with Apostle Phil being on the show. Yeah. I want to just uh, start by saying one thing. One thing uh, different now than last time is that. You know, we met Apostle Phil and we met his wife, Sylvia. We met them and, you know, things are, you know, in that quarantine shutdown kind of yeah. period. And we, we kind of like knew them from a distance. And so now, you know, the blessing is, is that we're actually a part of his ministry. We're actually a part of his yeah. church. And he is now our leader, our covering. You know what I mean? And, and you so, in school there, too. You're in a five-fold school. Spill all yes, of the beans on the show. I'm so excited about that, guys, because <laughs> my husband, he's been really, really, really 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 yeah. praying about the ordination and school and for him to be a part of ccf colorado christian fellowship yes. fivefold ministry everything that apostle talked about last year yeah, training right. up leaders right. my husband is a part of that so yeah. that actually tears me up because yeah. this is something that you Praise have been Lord. wanting yeah. for a very long time we have been wanting for a very long time well you know, God had prophesied this year. He said he will open his hands and the one will be in it for us on. to receive. And one of the things that God had for me to receive was to begin and to start training in this ordination process. And so I bless God for yeah, being yeah. true to his word. You know what I mean? Wow. And then on top of that, you know what I mean? Uh, the Lord, he he's letting us develop an even closer relationship with yeah. Apostle Phil and his wife. Yeah. So besides that, yeah. or let me say with that, <laughs> uh, last year, this met, this show tonight is mm -hmm. so meaningful because last year, out of all five shows, Apostle Phil's segment and yes. part of the state of the church was the most viewed. Mm. And the more I began to think about that today, it's... The Holy Spirit told me that it was because of the weight of what oh he was saying. Gosh. It was because of the weight of what God's message was. It ain't just, you know, God is good. God is great. It ain't just something it on wasn't the that surface. Fluff. Yeah. It's something literally yeah. where God, like the fivefold, the prophet in him, pointed us in the direction that God would have us to go as the foundation was being laid yeah. relative to last year's event. So yeah. anyway, I just want to button it. <laughs> You know you can go on. What preacher? Okay? I'm trying not to. I want to let him preach. Yeah. And so but let's yeah. not even delay the yeah, hour. Um, we're gonna let Apostle Phil in, you guys. We want to welcome him. And I also we know the church family is up in here. So hello, yes. church family. Hey, we cannot wait to hear what God is about to say <laughs> through the man of God. Amen. Hello, Apostle. Hey, Apostle Phil. Phil. <laughs> hey there. Hey Listen. There. We yeah. are more than excited to yeah. have you on this segment. Of course, you heard our long introduction, <laughs> but we we didn't even do it anything, honestly, yeah. because what you have in you and what you're pour, um, pouring into the people is so much to say. You know, it's just so much that we have gotten from CCF being a part of the ministry since 
January the 1st, yeah. actually. It was yeah. January the 1st. And so we're excited to have you here, Apostle Phil. Just tell them a little bit about CCF, a little bit about you, and of course, your lovely, lovely <laughs> wife, man. okay, that I just <laughs> love and adore. I'm going to start calling her Mama Sylvia because that's exactly <laughs> who she is. <laughs> yeah. When you're around her, you just right. feel Mama. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't that's feel it. just yeah. Miss Sylvia yeah. or Prophet Sylvia, yeah. you feel my. She has that drawing, nurturing love about her. Yes, yes. yes. So, so I'ma zip it too. No, no. no. Well, I th thank you all for having me. I just wanted to speak real quickly to the title for this series, "The State of the Church." It is such a blessing, Amen. and um, to, to hear you guys even teeing up the topic. Right? Amen. Amen. I don't know that people are really talking about the state of the church mm. uh, from a perspective of, okay, things have changed, things yeah. have shifted, right? right? And for you guys to do this follow-up and uh, for us to have this discussion now, sort of post-vaccines, sort of post-lockdown, right. you know, where is the church, is just phenomenal. And, and it's important for people who consider themselves to be prophets, um, you know, or prophetic people, to be on the wall and to really be able to answer the question, what is the state mm. of the of the church right now? And yeah. so I just wanted to just you know thank God for for you guys Amen. and 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 even having this discussion because a lot of people are not doing that. So, yeah. but thank in any event, God. last time that I was here, I talked a little bit about me. You know, CCF, as you had mentioned, fivefold ministry. Mm. That is sort of the heart of of our church. It's training. Yes and equipping the saints to do the work of ministry, right? Yes, yes. Raising up apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, those five, what we call leadership gifts yes. to do what Ephesians four and seven says they're yes, supposed sir. to do. Um, yes. And that is to train the people, right. God's people right. for works of service or to do the work of ministry. That's yes. the heart of what we're all about. And yes. so, I'm glad that you guys are, are sort of tapping in into that. Um, and I and I know and I know you'll you'll have your time, uh, Brandy, when we get get, get you. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> right on. And listen, and, I'm gonna uh, be honest with you. <laughs> and, and Corey gonna be like, "Really, you gonna say that?" I just say anything. But when he's actually on those meetings, sometimes I come and be like. So how was it? And I, I promise you, yeah. I never miss a moment saying, yeah. so what, what was it today? And what was going on today? And, you know, and he actually, yeah. he don't be like, well, you should be in it. He be like, yeah. you know what? This is what we talked yeah. about. Turn to page 31. And I'm going to tell you guys that's out there. If you haven't done it, I know I haven't done it yet. And I know for sure I'm doing it. I'm yes. just in school yes. um, now. And so I think it'd be probably a little bit too much right now, but however, right. for me, but however, I'm going to tell you something, my husband, Apostle Phil, and this is going to go into um, the first question. My husband came to me on um, Monday. I hope it's not what you think I'm going to Yeah, I'm going to say it. Yep, yep. Now, don't you put all <laughs> my business in the street, please. <laughs> I know you God don't mind it. No. Last week, yeah. whew, I, I'm about to start tearing up. He came to me. Yeah. And he's in a class, the heart of the father. Am I saying uh, it right? Experiencing the father's embrace. Experiencing the father's heart. Yes, sir. He yes, sir. came to me and I'm talking. 
my husband is not a crier, right? It have to be the Holy Ghost just boom, you know, hit him and God has spoke to him. He came to me and sat at the edge of the bed and began to pour, just pour into me and also heavy tears talking about how God dealt with him through that book and through the class concerning the heart of the father. And so I'm going to tell you something, what he's getting just being in it for these few weeks is amazing. And I'm seeing the shift in him. And I, I just can't wait to see what God do through the fivefold ministry, because now you have the fivefold ministry training where you don't have to be ordained in the fivefold. You can actually go through certification for those two years. So I'm just saying, like, whoever's out there, if you've been praying about it, definitely check it out. Look it up for the next opening, because I see it even in you. And I call my husband a professor. He definitely studies the word. He breathe the word. He chew the word. And for him to receive like he's receiving from you, apostle through the Sundays and, you know, and Wednesdays with Prophet Frankie. And then also through the school, it's another level. Yeah. Well, I'm just I'm glad to hear that because see the Amen. test of the test of whether or not we are truly fivefold ministers, right? Fivefold ministry, you know, like I said, right. we are to train and equip the saints to do the work of ministry. Yes, sir. The test of whether or not we're really operating in that anointing is whether or not people's lives are being changed. Amen. Come on. If, Amen. If, if nobody's life is being changed, then we have to question whether we are out of alignment with what Father's right. doing. Right. Holy Spirit never participates in a class, a service, or anything without changing or transforming yeah. that situation yes sir the holy spirit is a change changer so Come on. we've got to you know we've got to embrace holy yeah. spirit and what he's doing and and then yes. and then be honest and accountable enough to say wait a minute is our ministry changing people's lives are right. people growing and if right. the question is no you need to make some adjustments because right. holy spirit there's a blockage there yes. and i just think we have to be honest about that um the, the season for doing just doing church being together singing yeah. the same old songs um you know, hearing the same old rehashed sermons and teaching yeah. and going through the same motions, that season is over. Yes. And if yes. I were to sort of um, jump ahead, because I know I know you've kind of given me a heads up on some of the things you want to talk about. Yeah. This is the season of the Holy Spirit. Now, that's Amen. not to say that is not to say that it, it has never been the season of the Holy Spirit. Right. It is to say, however, that we are now in a season where ministry has to be done by Come the on. spirit. When Come we on. when we quote that scripture that says not by power, not by might, you know, but by your spirit. Yeah. That has to be a reality for churches, parachurch yes. ministries. Yes. People have to cultivate a relationship with the third person of the Trinity. Right. We understand, you know, people, we talk about Jesus, he's the source and the and he reflects, you know, the redemptive salvation, the heart of salvation that yeah. God has for us. And yes. we celebrate Jesus. Yes. But remember, Jesus said, if you're going to do the ministry that I did, you need to wait for the gift of the yes. Holy Spirit. Yes. And that's yes. not about just praying in tongues or running around the church and feeling happy. 
Yeah. That's about understanding how to operate in the gifts of the spirit, in the mind of the spirit, Mm, and to flow in the spirit in everything we do. CCF, Colorado Christian Fellowship, has been practicing that for the 23 years of our existence. And Father told me early on, he told me early on in the early days of the church, he said, listen, he says, learn how to flow now because there's going to come a time when your life will depend on it. And he told me that there were other ministries and churches that were not really learning how to cultivate an atmosphere for the Holy Spirit to move through the body and that those people would be at a disadvantage in the season we're in right now. Yes, sir. Apostle. Yes. I I know for a fact <laughs> that, you know, when we first had you last year, when you was talking about all of this, you're not just saying that. Yes. I mean, you, the church flow. It's an active function. It's an active function. <laughs> I mean, to the point Corey had the mic just all of a sudden yes, unprepared. Yes. And you said, you better be prepared because when I hear you the mic. Oh, yeah. And you flow. I mean, yes, Apostle sir. Phil flowed the yes. church flow. Yes, well-trained yes, leaders. Amen. And so my question to you because of this, because I, I'm throwing this in. And you just talked about it. There's many churches not functioning, not using the third part of the Trinity, which is the Holy Spirit. And there's many leaders. I actually had a a conversation with a leader about three weeks ago, and they told me how the church is functioning and Mm -hmm. actually the state of the church, the condition at their particular church. And they're struggling right now. Mm -hmm. What would you say to the leaders and how they can activate in this to move forward and flow and grow? Yeah, that's a great question. And and there's so much to say in that. Mm -hmm. Um, It it breaks my heart to hear any church is struggling because as a child of God, as a follower of Christ, um, and as an apostle, um, I love the church. Yes, And I love God's people with all of my heart. So when I hear that, you know, people are struggling, it, it causes me concern. On the other hand, the other part of my brain is saying, well, what were you doing last year? Where were you in this process? Were you my not God. paying attention my God. at that time yeah. to what God was doing? Now, I know that, you know, there are prophets wow. out there. I'm not the only prophet out there uh, yes. last year talking about what father was trying to do to prepare the church yes. for this season, yes. you know, what he was doing in the lockdown and all of that. Yes. I know there were other people out there. So I have to believe that if you want to know what God is doing and what the state of the church is, and you're a church leader, God will reveal that to you. Amen. Having Amen. said that, you know what? It's not too late. Yeah. Um, people who didn't learn the lessons of the lockdown, right? Yeah who did not see this initial shaking as an opportunity for the church to really evaluate what are we doing here? What are we all about? What does Father want to shake out of the church? And what does he want to remain? If that dialogue wasn't happening, people are didn't learn the lessons. And now they're trying to function in this new season yeah. with the behavior and practices 
of an old season and it won't work. And that's why they're struggling. Yeah. That's why they're struggling. But here's the good news. Here's the good news. Father can redeem the time. Thank you. Yes, yes. And we are in a, we are in a, prophetically speaking, we're kind of in a um, intermediary kind of place. The intensity yeah. of last year with the pandemic and then the lockdown and no vaccine. Right. Um, and then the vaccine coming and letting people sort of come out of, of hiding and right. out of being right. out of lockdown and churches getting back together again has given us a little bit of an, uh, oh God, an interval right. between between the last, you know, big intense shaking and the next one. Yes. Mm. Where, you know, we'll be in a real, you know, we'll be in a real situation. So I say that to say this, that during this time of interval, um, you know, this intermediary time, it, mm. there's still time for churches to, to take a look and say, wait a minute, Father. Yeah. What do you want us to know? Yeah. And how do we have to do things differently? What traditions do we need to let go of? What people do we need to bring in to help us uh, learn and know what we didn't get last year so that we're ready for what's coming in the next season? Yeah. Mm. And so the good news is that um, I believe there's time. Yeah, yeah, people are suffering right now because they didn't take the lockdown seriously. Right. Um, but if, if people have an ear to hear, Father will accelerate the time and reposition those ministries to where they can prosper and they can be able to, you know, go into this next season. And I don't know what that's going to look like, but yeah. I know that the shaking is not over. Right, right. And right. we've got we've to make sure we take stock during this time so that we're ready for the next one. It's, it's um, amazing yes. that you said that. I have a short clip that I am going to insert yeah. talking about the shaking. Yes, and sir. this is what you spoke last season. I said this year, Father is going to shake the earth according wow. to this passage. My God. And the purpose of the shaking is the same purpose listed here. And that is to separate yeah. the things that can be shaken wow. from the things that can't be shaken. Come on, Apostle. My God. And I said the church was going to be shaken. The earth was going to be shaken. It says here in this passage, all created things will be shaken yeah. to basically sift and separate stuff, stuff that is stable yes, and sir. eternal from things that are not eternal. Come My on. God. My so that's the context that I come to you uh, with as I engage in this awesome topic of the state of the church because yes. the church is being shaken right now. My God, yes, Lord. And the purpose is to reveal stuff that is shakable. In other words, it was never mm. eternal. It was never established on the foundation of Christ. It was fluff. Yes. It, it, and when you, sh when you shake something, yes. stuff falls off and falls away. Right. Yes, sir. And so God in this season is shaking the church. Yes, he's shaking this United States of yes. America, but that's not the topic for today. Right. <laughs> this <laughs> yeah. was another level. That 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 was it's almost how, how do I how do I what, what analogy can I give? It's almost as powerful now 
after hearing it again since last year. It's like it just did something to me again, you know, just to hear it. And I guess maybe it's the hindsight that when you look back from today, you know what I'm saying? It it, it just it just it grips me in a whole new way, so to speak. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's it. That's it, Corey. I mean, when you look at that and what father said prophetically before the pandemic started back in January of 22, that prophetic word, God gave me that word back before it started. And then the pandemic hit two or three months later. When you look at that and then to your point, as you said, in retrospect, and you say, okay, wait a minute, how is the church different now as a result of that initial shaking? Yes, yes. What has changed? Right. Now that we've come out of lockdown, most churches are back to in-person services again. Mm. How is the church different? Right. And the biggest difference Mm. between the body of Christ now and the way it was before the pandemic started is that it is smaller. Yes, sir. Now, here's the thing. That's not to say that there aren't a whole bunch of other changes, you know, but the primary, the primary and the most obvious difference that your viewers, if they're, if they're churchgoers, they can see it. Yes. They're going to churches and they're looking around the room. Right. And there are less people there. Right. And it's not just because, you know, somebody stayed home because they were worried about COVID. We're talking about people who as a result of the lockdown yeah. and not going to in-person services have fallen away My God. from regular church practice. Yeah. Now I'm very careful in saying that because I don't want your right. viewers to say, wait a minute, you know what? Yeah. I didn't fall away from the Lord. I just right. don't go to, I don't feel like I need to go and right. be in church. Right. I didn't say you fell away from the Lord. Right. And that may or may not be the case. Mm-hmm. Right. What I am saying is a large percentage of people in the body of Christ, a yes. good percentage, just don't go to church anymore. Right. And we did a whole series of messages at CCF, and I didn't intend for them to be a series. Right. But the point of these messages, looking back over them uh, in hindsight, yes, was to stress the importance of the body of Christ coming together yes. for in-person gathering we cannot be a community watching television at home or playing around on our cell phones picking and choosing who we want to listen to yes sir with our bathrobes on on sunday morning (laughs) that is not community yes sir we started this message holy spirit started reinforcing this message when we came back together um on resurrection sunday in april of this year Mm -hmm. and then the sunday after that i believe it was i preached on pentecost yep Mm -hmm. yep where it talks about the outpouring of the holy spirit yes after the saints were together in as it says one place holy spirit didn't jump to my house then jump down the street and around the corner and run no The saints had to become a community and a body. And then the Holy Spirit said, I will empower that Mm. because that's what the body of Christ is. It's a community. Mm. We need each other. We need each other. 
So when you see that folks have, and there are people who have fallen away from the Lord. I mean, yeah. they just, they just fallen away. Yes, sir. And, and then there are others who just have fallen into bad practice yeah. and have bought the lie yes. that they can be a Christian all by themselves. Come on. My God. That's a lie. Come on. Yes. yes. I can, I can't be a Christian without you. And, and there are a lot of scriptures that support that, but let me just yes. give you the, the big one, right? Yeah. Come on. When the disciples asked Jesus, what is it in the word of all the law and the prophets? What are we mm. supposed to do to please God? Yes. Jesus didn't give them 30 things. He didn't give them 300 things. <laughs> he gave them two things. Yeah. Two. One, mm -hmm. love God. Yes. Two, Love your neighbor right. as yourself. And yes. then he said on he said on those two, that commandment, those commandments, hang all the law and the prophets. Yes. So if you want to please God and know that you are not missing the mark right. in walking out true Christianity, you love God and love your neighbor. How yes. can I love my neighbor if I don't see my neighbor? Amen. Amen, apostle. Come on, somebody. Listen, and people say, you know what? I don't need I don't need anybody. I just need Jesus. Uh -uh. Well, you only have all you have is 50% of the commandment. Right. And that right. is love God. And I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt that you're right. doing that right, but we'll leave that for another. <laughs> yes, sir. Come on, somebody. Apostle. So How can you you can say you love God, but you're not pleasing God if you don't love your neighbor yeah. and love yeah. is about meeting other people's needs at your expense That's right. so the community coming together in one place um, as they did in that second chapter of Acts is the environment yeah. where Holy Spirit can be poured out the way it was in the original at yeah. Pentecost and empower God's people to go out and reach yeah. the world for yeah. Christ that can't happen with everybody sitting, yes. at home, sitting at home watching right. virtual watching virtual service. Come on. Yes. Apostle, you, <laughs> you make so many good points. And I, I'm I'm gonna say this as best as I can and then move into the next question. But among uh you know the sermons that were preached uh you know from the first in person to now, uh you you came from the book of Haggai mm. and you were talking about how there was a remnant and you were talking about uh everything was wiped away and there was only the foundation laid so that it can be rebuilt upon. And you know when when I think about that in hindsight from today, <laughs> you know it, it when you said that the church got smaller, you know what I mean? Uh, it, it really just began to like, it, it, it's shaky. like it's making sense now. Mm -hmm. It's becoming more clear as we move ahead. You know, so that the whole reintroduction to in-person services for a very poor lack of better words it's like you know it, it's all now becoming so clear it's all now you know making yeah. sense to me and and you just put it in so many words uh that were perfectly easy to understand mm -hmm. um i, I want to just kind of stop there because you know one of the things that we wanted to you know maybe emphasize and have you emphasize is the first sunday of 2020 mm. you, the lord gave you the word shaken mm. and the first or the the first sunday of this year 2021 the lord gave you suddenly mm. and so what from shaken to suddenly 
let's just say currently speaking, how do you think those two prophetic words would get us ready for what's ahead? Yeah. Well, it's interesting, and I'm so glad you asked that because we talk a lot about shaking and yes. we talk a lot about that word from 2020. And by the way, we are still in that. I mean, you know, Amen. and I think we'll be in that until Jesus comes um, because things are not going to get better until he does. Amen. So that, Amen. so that we're in that space. Right. The, 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 the prophetic word that, that came uh, the first Sunday of this year mm. um, is really part of the overall shaking that we've been talking about that God is doing with respect to the planet. I mean, yes, it's sir. just, I mean, the pandemic was not a United States pandemic. It right. was a, it's a worldwide pandemic, you know? Yes, sir. Um, and the word sudden, suddenly, uh, suddenly, at, uh, that first Sunday of this year, was really directed to the United States. Mm. That within the context of God shaking the earth, we as Americans need to understand that this country we live in mm. is going to be shaken in a way that it hasn't been shaken mm. since the Civil War. My God. My God. And so even though when I had that word and I, I taught that message and I, I actually said this while I was teaching it because we were still uh, I was still teaching from from my home. We weren't in person back in the first Sunday in January. Yes, I can sir. remember acknowledging I was saying I wish that this word was sort of generally applied and maybe it is. But father kept telling me this has to do with the United States and that in 2021, this country will experience being shaken and, and, and it will happen suddenly yes. and there will be these suddenly moments now right that word was given on the first sunday of january yes sir three days later yes sir on wednesday yes the january 6th attack yes. on the capitol building of the united states of america yes that had the, the Capitol building is the seat of government. Right. Mm. It is the seat mm. of authority yes. in this country. Yes. My God. Nobody in their wildest imagination. My Lord. Would sit back and think that we would watch American citizens trying to overthrow My the United God. States government in this, in it. it we it, it just blew our mind. It right. seemed it, it, yes, we've had division and strife in this yes. country yes. brewing for a long time. Yes, the election season was brutal, yep. and so yes, there's been these seeds, but that seemed like it came out of nowhere. nowhere. It was suddenly. Even the government was yes. caught off guard. So I wanted to say that just to, to your question, right? To highlight for your viewers that suddenly message was part of this overall shaking but yes, it was sir. directed to the united states mm -hmm. yes sir. and it came to pass within three days that's right that's i right. sat there and watched people tearing up breaking windows hunting down government officials the oh, president the vice president of the united states being whisked out of the building people threatening to kill these folks and destroying mm. the seat of government and father said 
This is the fulfillment of the word. Come on. And we in this country, because we've been talking about the shaking as it applies to the church, and I know that's your topic. Right. But we in this country have to understand things are not going to look the same in this country that they have. And, 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 and there's yeah. no turning back. None. Amen to that. Yes. There's None. no turning back. The, the division, the strife, mm. the failure of democracy in this country wow. is coming mm. to fruition. Now, let me say this. I don't want to get too far afield of the state of the church. But let right. me say this. Mm. Father is not a fan of democracy. Amen. Can yes, I just sir. say that? No. Yes, sir. Now, hopefully, hopefully, I didn't lose lose like a third of your views. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes, sir. Here's the deal. We have made in this country the United States of America and democracy and capitalism, we have made them idols. Idols. Let's look at the word of go. God. Yeah. Let's look at the word of God. And this yeah. is where, by the way, the church got shaken up because there were huge sectors of the church right. that were so into the politics Come. Yeah. Yeah. of theology. Yeah. Apostle. They lost their way. Yeah, they sir. really lost their way. And now they're trying to find their way back from this huge detour into politics. <laughs> as a substitute for theology yes and they're trying to find their way back but here's let me explain what i say when i real quickly about the democracy Hmm. the kingdom of god is a theocracy yeah come on come on i'm just being playing yeah what is a theocracy theocracy that means the government is a government of god alone theocracy yes god gets the vote yes we don't yeah. God is a king. Apostle. God is a king. Yes. We are not. God Amen. doesn't send out a survey to right. decide how he's going to run his kingdom. My right. God. He is a king king. So here's yes. the thing. The, what God values is theocracy. Amen. Democracy is at best a you know a distant second best option right (laughs) yes people coming together you know responding to what other people want and sharing in the governance that's at best a a second best but it is second best and it is flawed Mm. because god is not in charge come on come on so yes i vote i participate in this democracy but don't get it twisted this democracy will fail because it is not a theocracy. Yes. Where do we get that in scripture? Look at the Israelites. Yes. When they didn't have a king, but everybody around them did. Yes. Apostle. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they, didn't have an, they didn't have an earthly Ooh. government. Right. And the people were looking around saying, hey, well, we want a president just yeah, like yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. else. Come on. Why come can't on. we have... Why can't we have an earthly government? And God said, you know what? That's not that's not my best for you. Right. You're my people. Yes. I'm your king. Yes. And guess what? They got Saul and regretted it. Because Come on. that was never God's original. Come on. Right, right. This nation is being shaken, shaken and the church is being shaken in it. Mm. All this stuff that is not eternal, just like the clip you played. 
Yes. Democracy is not eternal. Yes. Yes. It may be the best thing we have on the planet as far as being short of theocracy, but there is no democracy in heaven. Come on. Yes. Yes. It will not. It will not last after the planet mm. is destroyed and a new heaven and a new earth is restored. Come on now. Come on now. Listen. <laughs> Let. All uh, I gotta say, look, can, can I say? Yes. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Hindsight. It's gonna be twenty twenty and twenty twenty one. It's gonna be twenty twenty and twenty twenty two, and in succession. <laughs> but. If you hadn't seen that last year, you must have been on another planet. Yeah. But anyway, go, go ahead. Go ahead. It's, first of all, how you just broke that down is much needed because I think, yeah. you, like you said, the church moved away from theocracy, yeah. right? God was not the center of everything. They did not go to God for anything. Yeah, 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 they yeah. went to man. They went to the structure. Yeah, they went on, to, on. you know, the politics. They went, they start serving this different type of God and preaching oh, a different type of gospel. Yeah. Let me just say that. And it got so bad that they was talking about division, but you're creating division. Right. Right. Not that we don't vote and we don't, you know, still obey the laws of the land and participate and do what we do. But we should not make that your God and our God. And so you just broke that down on a whole nother level. Um, I'm going to just go to the next question because I can stay right there. It was so evident. Anyway, if you had one passage of scripture to share based on the state of the church, what would that be? Okay, and so you kind of gave me a heads up that you'd be asking me this question. I'll be honest with you. And I prayed about it, and I looked at all these different scriptures that I think have some application. And I've had the privilege of doing some a lot of teaching, a lot of preaching mm-hmm. since we came back in person since our Resurrection Sunday. And I just couldn't settle on anything other than that passage of scripture out of Hebrews. Because to Corey's <laughs> point, to Corey's point, that scripture is almost more relevant today, yeah, today, yeah. in hindsight, than it was when we were in the middle of the lockdown. Why? Right. Because remember the scripture, that passage said that the shaking was essentially a t- intended to separate that which can be shaken from that which can't. And then the last verse talks about how we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. I'm going to, I have to read that. I have to read that. Please do. Amen. Let me read that because I don't want to mess it up. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 28. Yes. After talking about the shaking, it Mm. says, therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful. And so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe for our God is a consuming Mm. fire. Since we are receiving, that right there is what's happening right now. Amen. We are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. We are receiving a church Mm. that cannot be shaken. Mm. (coughs) The shaking happened so that we would actually be able to, if those of us who remain, would right. be a part of a kingdom 
a church that cannot be shaken. Mm -hmm. So what is happening post lockdown? The true church is emerging Come out on. of there. Come on. So but let me go back to something we, you you asked about. You know, you said, okay, well, what's happening sort of after? What's the biggest difference now that we're coming out of lockdown? And I said, well, right. the church is smaller. Mm -hmm. God loves a remnant. Amen. Come on, AP. Come on. Come, come on. on. Come on. He loves a remnant. Amen. Anybody who knows their Bible, old and new, God does his best work yeah. with a few. Yeah, come on. Come now, on here. Y'all know, know, like know I like to rhyme and stuff. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Amen. Oh. He does his best work with a, with a few. Here's the deal. What did he say to Gideon when Gideon Come formed on. an army of 30,000 people yeah. to go to war? God said, you take, can I just paraphrase? I'll put it in Apostle Phil's version. Yeah. You take, them 30, you take those 30,000 people to battle. Yes. And you will lose. Yes. God is not impressed with numbers. Come on, come on, make that plain. He told Gideon, he said, cut this group down, and he cut the group from 3,000 to 300. And then yes. he said, and what, what's that? I said, yes. yes, no, we're agreeing. And then he said, and then he said, now you're ready to go to battle. Mm. So here's the deal. He had a remnant of the 30,000. I'm not yeah. crying the blues because the body mm. of Christ is smaller yes. than it was last year after the shaking. I'm yes. celebrating because Amen. what we are, as that word says in Hebrews, we are now receiving mm. yes. the true church that has been groomed and prepared to take on the battles of the next season. My God Lord. is not impressed with numbers. Yes. He will cut it down in a minute. And to your point, Corey, I mean, yes. uh, 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 Brandy, we and when you were saying that, you know, we've been doing things in the world's way, we haven't been doing things the way God would have us to do them. Understand something. We've been impressed with all of our mega churches in, in America. <laughs> you just going to touch it. Go ahead. <laughs> we were impressed with that. Yeah. God was never impressed with that because mm. so many of the people who were participating in these what we call mega churches were not saved, My were not there for the God. right reasons, weren't being taught true Christianity. They were just there like a social club. And here's the deal. Wow. The next season, the next season that will confront this earth and confront the church, if you go to battle with a whole bunch of folk like that, mm -hmm. the kingdom will suffer unnecessary loss. So the shaking yeah. is doing what God told Gideon to do. Cut the fat out. Yes. Get rid of that one. That one ain't there for the right reason. Right. That one's motivated, motivation is all jacked up. Mm. That one there really has no love for God. My Prune Lord. this thing. Yes. Prune this thing. And if you get down to a faithful 30, yes. 300, or three, when yes. God says you have found the true remnant, then you are ready to go do something. Oh and that's my gosh. where we are in the church now. My oh my gosh. gosh. Apostle, 
I was, my God, listen, <laughs> I was just at the sink because God, I don't know. He just want to talk to me when I'm at the sink. Okay. God does something with <laughs> water. Is but water. anyway, go ahead. But <laughs> I was just, and, and, and I was looking, God always, he planned me to work what I need to watch. Right. Because I am a person that keep up with what's going on, but only what God allowed me to keep up with. And so, and I know it's him because it just, it'll pop up, right? It, it, it's just weird. And so I was looking at, um, it's a huge mega church. I won't say the name, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it's a humongous, one of the largest church mm -hmm. of the, the nation. And um, mm. it's, it's so bad what's happening. It was a, it, it's a documentary that I was looking at. And it's yeah. so bad what's happening within that because not only is a church is mm -hmm. one of the biggest, but it has so many throughout the world, the globe. Okay, so it's yeah. it's a multiplied type of church that yeah. that it has increased with you know different pastors all over. And so the the what's going on with that church right now? I began to pray. Yeah. Because one, I pray for the people it happened to. You know, because I one thing I don't want and that that bothers me because when, you know, you 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 cause a sister and brother to stumble, you know. Right. So that's one thing that bothers me is God's sheep when you cause them to stumble and they done with the church. And these are babies, you know, and a lot of them were babes. They came thinking, oh, this is you know, this is good. This is huge. It's humongous. They doing major things and they go there and be disappointed or, you, you know, mentally messed up. You know, right. and so when you talk about numbers, that is not about the numbers. One of the things that I am just outdone with is that this mega church that everyone wanted to be a part of literally, literally probably about to shut down because it's so much that's going on with it. Yeah. And so many people impressed by the numbers. But the Lord is not in there. His spirit is not there. He's not even welcome. It's all about entertainment wow. and impressing man. The people is not growing. Yeah, They're right. suffering, actually suffering in silence. And yeah. so when you say that, that yeah. shaking yeah. that happened, even with the churches, a lot of churches shut down. Yeah. God was not glorified. Yeah. The, he, they already kicked him out of there and he already right. fired the leader. But they kept right. showing up for work. Yeah. And so right. with you talking about this and you've been an apostle of the apostles, that's what I like to call you. Amen. Because yes. what you have and what you're training and teaching, right. a lot of people all over that was listening to you during the pandemic, yeah. you know, they was kind of sad when it wasn't live anymore on yeah. Sundays. Uh, but of course, they needed to go and be a part of the church building and get right. be a part of an actual church. Um but it was something that when you started to teach these things and yeah. pouring into leaders and things of that nature and how the church probably have, you know, it's fewer people. But to be honest with you, Apostle, us even going to CCF, yeah. I, we didn't go before yeah. to look at it. It's to me, it's it's people coming back and it's a lot of people. Right. But I know before you had number, you know, you probably right. have more yeah. people. So not only did God shake the church, but individually he shook people up. Yeah, so the people that needed to be removed, needed to be removed. That's you right. threw the fat away. My husband yeah. always throw the fat away, too. I'm I like, it. that look really good. I, I don't like it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but however, God had to throw that fat 
other way. And now at this point, I'm seeing the growth and I'm seeing the power of God. And, the, you know, I'm seeing the people really rejoicing mm. to be in the building itself, yes, but yes. also be a part of the body. Yeah. And so yeah. go, go ahead, ahead go Apostle. Ahead. Oh, I was just going to say it's it's the, the authentic church is the uh, is emerging. The the second chapter of Acts Church, the Pentecost, mm. not Pentecostal as in denominational, right? But the the, the Pentecost Church, the Spirit filled Church, yes. is emerging. That's the remnant, right? Yes. And another analogy that we see in Scripture, where God is God is not impressed with numbers. Yeah. The Bible says that God will prune yeah. a branch. Yes, sir. Come on. If He looks at a branch and sees that it's got no fruit, he removes it and says, yeah, we're done with that. That's oh going to suck the life out of that's going to suck the life out of the rest of the of, of right. the plant. Right. So that gets thrown away. But mm. if there is a branch that is productive, but not as productive, right. not right. as powerful and fruitful as it could be, God says in his word, he will prune it yes. back, yes. cut it yes. back like a rose bush so that in hopes that it will be more productive. So this shaking was yeah. intended to remove, yeah. oh to prune. And you have you have pastors, you know, bless their heart, looking around at their churches and saying, you know, where's the people and what's this at the end? I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You better look at what God is left, yes. because what is left is yes. what God wants to go to battle with, Gideon. The God yes. wants to go to battle with that. And that church mm. will be more fruitful and productive yes. with a pruned congregation. Mm. My God. Than it ever would have been with a whole bunch of folks sitting in there, fat mm. and happy, you yes. know, just doing whatever. <laughs> My yes. God. Yes. God is shifting. And so the anointing at CCF is higher My than it Lord. used to be. My God. It is higher. Higher. Uh, yes. I, I just can't, I mean, I just can't explain it any other way. I mean, mm -hmm. the, the, the anointing is there, yes. and it, it's because the true remnant church yes. is coming out and emerging. That's yeah. what God intended, and He's still doing that, that pruning yes. work. Yeah. yeah, and you, yeah. I mean, the the anointing in there is thick. You think it's yeah. five thousand people is <laughs> yeah. in there by the move of God and yeah. how He, you know, just just uh, manifest yeah. in that place. It's just woo. Yeah, and that's that's our first introduction to it. You know what I mean? So we were never members, apparently, you know, uh, pre-COVID. Yeah. yeah. But, you right. know, <laughs> the Lord, <laughs> he let us come, you know, when when the anointing was refreshed. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. When, you know, he, when, when he let yeah. us come. And so, Apostle Phil, you were saying some things. I, I just want to just kind of like make it open because uh, I guess I want you to explicitly or more directly, you know, kind of address uh, since the pandemic to now. Mm. What's some of the good and bad that you've seen in the body? What's some of the good and the bad that you've seen come out of that? Well, I think it's it's the, it's a flip side of the same coin, and it's really right. what we've been talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as an apostle whose heart is just wants the church to look like the way heaven says it should look. Yeah. yeah. Um, and when you start seeing a more powerful anointed church emerging yes, mm. out of this situation, that's the good that was intended. That's right. the, as it mm. says in that Hebrews 28, mm -hmm. uh, chapter 12, uh, uh, verse 28, 
where yes. it says we are receiving mm. a we're receiving a new church, a church yes. that cannot be shaken. On the other hand, yeah. the bad thing is to see what you had spoken of or alluded to, uh, Brandy, when you were talking about, you know, churches closing yeah. um, uh, for whatever reason. There's a lot of reasons why a mm. church may close. But I think if there's any common thread through a lot of them, it's just they were not prepared going into the mm. shaking because they didn't do what they were do. They weren't mm. focused on what God had to do. So when the shaking mm. came, yeah. things got shaken up and things yes. got um, got removed, got destroyed. Yes. Um, but you know what? God is a God of redemption. He's a God yeah. of grace and mercy. Yeah. Yes, yes. And people, we have some time now we have yes. some to time. redeem this moment and repent. Yes. Mm, and I've been trying to get, but, but here, let me give you an example. You know, you know, who am I? I just, you know, I'm just Phil Smith here in Colorado yeah. and that's what that is. Right. But I, I keep saying things to pastors over and over again. Don't do this or don't do that or think about doing this over here because I can tell that father wants us to make a shift. And when I don't see them shifting, right. I know they're headed for a crash. My a good Lord. example of this mm. is this entertainment spirit you see in the church. Right. Come One on. Of the Come on. That father hates. Mm. He says, I'm not going to share my glory yeah, with on. anybody. Come on. So when the Holy Spirit takes a second back seat to lights, camera, action, and yeah. smoke machines. My God, my God. And we have what the Bible would refer to as a strange fire. Ooh, In other God. words, it's not the Holy Spirit. Yes, it's sir. strange to God. It's yes. a foreign kind of, it's a manufactured anointing. Ooh. Come on, come on. And so, so one of the things that I've been telling pastors, stop doing this. Please stop doing it. I know you see the guy down the street or the woman down the street doing it, <laughs> but stop doing it. It's hurting your church. Right. It is out of season. And that is having um, turning the lights in, out in the sanctuary and having yeah. worship in a dark room. Yeah. How in the world yeah. can a person with the gift of exhortation yes. minister that gift to somebody they can't see? Yes. The yes. whole focus of doing that mm. is to put the attention on the stage and it puts yes, people sir. in an yes, entertainment sir. mentality. It is demonic. It is not consistent with scripture. And I say it's demonic because it's not consistent with scripture. When right. we come together as a body, we are supposed to be seeing each other, worshiping in community right. and being open to be used yes. in that service to bring gifts. How yes. can we do that if the attention is on the stage? Mm. It looks, oh some of these worship services look like mm. they look like concert hall. A concert. Yeah. And I'm and I'm not saying I'm not saying that the Holy Spirit does not move in those places. Mm -hmm. yes. I'm not saying that God doesn't speak in those places. I'm not yeah. saying that. So don't miss, don't get me wrong. Right. What I'm saying is the practice of mm. turning the lights down where you can't see the person on your left and on your right and My the God. focus is on who's ever on the microphone right. is is fostering mm. an entertainment yeah. mentality. My the other thing that I have, I have been saying, the churches need to stop doing this. And it's yes. to your point, Brandy, I think you made the point about people sort of saying, well, I wish they would continue to have their live services. Our services are recorded, the video, and they are posted mm -hmm. each week 
Sunday or Monday. So yeah. you can still watch the service, mm -hmm. but we will not do live service on Sunday because God's people need to be in a church somewhere mm. on Sunday morning, yes. fellowshipping with other believers yeah. with the lights on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> With the lights on. <laughs> With the lights on. Amen. And here's the thing. And so, so we don't do it. And pastors who continue to have live services that they put out there, they are actually encouraging their people to stay home. Mm. It's hurting the people and it's hurting that local church. Mm -hmm. And when they come to church on Sunday and they look around the room, Mm -hmm. and nobody's there and the anointing isn't there and you're seeing a whole bunch of empty seats mm -hmm. well you're enabling it yeah. stop encouraging people stop to encouraging. stay home yeah and not congregate as the bible says we should do yeah. not forsake the assembling of ourselves uh, together come on yeah. and you know what can i and i i'm gonna yeah. break all our questions yeah what and i'm seeing this a lot and i'm gonna be honest it's just yeah. not agreeing with me right you know yeah. um and I try not to get into the place where, you know, because I get mad at stuff easy. I'm like, that is dumb. You know, I get, I'm like, can you see this? this you know, and so my, my husband have to bring me back sometimes, you know, because I get disgusted with things when it's right. pertaining to God's church and you're just throwing mess at it, you know, right. uh, strange fire. And it's crazy because we talked about it on last week, uh, last week yeah. you know, talking about strange fire and God is not pleased. Right. So I've, I start seeing where now they have the Internet church. And so you can join an Internet church. Now it's church establishment, but they now have an Internet ministry. Yeah. What would you say to that apostle Phil? Because. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. We've got to understand the difference between the 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 role of a local church body yeah. where people gather in person versus. um internet types activities i have nothing against using the internet for the kingdom as you all know yeah. sylvia yeah. and i we do coffee time yes we post that we we on facebook the church is on instagram and all right. of that stuff we we use it yeah. but we use it for what it is supposed to be mm -hmm. used for yes people need to be in a church where they are accountable to a local church body how yes. do i know I, I i used to say this to people when we were uh, opening the doors for in-person church because I knew I was going to have to get our congregation out of the rust of mm -hmm. sitting at home. I had to get myself out of the rust of sitting home. I was enjoying yeah. just kind of like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Yeah. yeah. But that's not God's blueprint Amen. for the local Amen. church body. Mm -hmm. Amen. You can't, and I, how can I pastor a person if I don't see them? If a person sees me on on, on a video, they right. see me, but wait a minute, I'm supposed to be pastoring them. How can I determine how that person is doing if I don't mm. have a connection with them, right. where they can't come and see their pastor, shake his hand, hug his neck, right. he right. can't look at them yeah. prophetically and say, hey, you don't look like you're doing okay. Here, let's yeah. pray about something. Yeah. All of that is what the body is supposed to be doing mm -hmm. when we are together. Yeah. So I don't believe in internet churches as a substitute yeah. for the local church. Right. Mm. Right. If you want to participate in a church's ministry online, that's fine. Yes. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah. make sure you have a church body with a pastor 
and you visit and you participate in that church, you're accountable to the leadership of that church, Mm -hmm. sitting home doing internet, there's no accountability. There's no accountability. Amen. Sheep are being set up for failure. Yeah. Their walk with the Lord is going to suffer. They mm-hmm. are not covered sitting home, playing around on their laptop mm-hmm. on Sunday morning. I'm just here to tell you, I know that people don't want to hear that, mm-hmm. but that's what God told me. And as long as I'm the pastor mm-hmm. of Colorado Christian Fellowship, Amen. we will use, we'll, we'll do live stream. And we did do live stream yes. when we couldn't gather. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So if there is ever a season where we can't gather again, hey, plan B. Yeah. It's better than nothing. Yeah. But it is not a lifestyle. And when yeah. you see churches doing that because they're impressed the fact that they have, you know, people who are quote unquote members in foreign countries. You don't even know these people. They're not <laughs> members. This yeah. is crazy. And yeah. I'm going to use the word again. It's demonic. Mm. It's hurting the body of Christ. Yeah, my mm. God. And the reason why leadership pastors fall into this trap is in large part because they may be afraid. They're fearful that if they shut down live stream, people won't be involved in their ministry. They'll start stop supporting the ministry. Right. right. Um, so some of it's driven by fear. Some yeah. of it is driven by vanity. Mm. Yeah, come on, come on, make that plain. They just like to be online and, oh, you know, they're watching me in England. I got somebody that made a comment in Africa. Who right. cares? Yeah, yeah. My God. God. Not, God did not call you to pastor a church in Lusaka. I will go to Lusaka, Zambia. He called me to pastor a congregation at Isla and Havana. I need to see them and they need to see me. I cannot care for them online. So that's my thoughts on that. Um, Yeah, Uh, that was, that hit it on the nose. (laughs) It explains it all because I know one thing about you, you walk around at your church and inspect Inspect the sheep. sheep. And so, with yep. with no shoes on, <laughs> and you're gonna yep. inspect what's going on. Amen. And I love it. Yes. You know, I had someone, I had someone that visited Apostle Phil that said, "Oh my gosh!" Like <laughs> she was nervous. Yeah. I said, "What you nervous for?" Yeah. You know, but she was nervous. But I love that because you're inspecting what's going yes. on with your sheep. Yes. Listen, when when we come together, here's the deal. Prior to the pandemic, and probably in a lot of churches, even after the pandemic, to your point, Corey, about what has changed after, this is something that should have changed. There are churches where the pastor is not even in the room during praise and worship. Come on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He's in his office somewhere talking to his staff while his congregation is gathering in the presence of the Lord. And then he he comes out or she comes out midway (laughs) through or at the end of praise and worship. They give the word and then disappear off the stage. Yes. This is a bad, this is bad form. Right. A, a pastor has to know, be connected with his or right. her sheep, has to worship with them, cry with them, experience yes, yes, yes. miracles with them. Yes. Um, ex- they have to ex- have a communal mm. experience if they're yeah. going to be community. So you're right. Yeah. Uh, during praise and worship. I walk around mm. and I yeah. look 
And if I catch somebody's eye and yes. I'll look at somebody and they'll look sad and I'll kind of wink at them or smile if I catch their eye yeah. and just let them know or I'll go like this just to let them know, I love you. I see yes. you. God sees you. Yes, yes, we're in a room with 400 people in it, yes. but God sees you. Yes. And yes. so I can't do that online. Mm. And there's so many yes. other things that are compromised. Mm. But yes. I think a lot of these churches that are struggling are shooting themselves in the foot because they're continuing to pander mm. to yes. bedside Baptist kind of mentality. <laughs> bedside Baptist. <laughs> you said that the last time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Get up from bedside Baptist yes. and come to church. And come to church. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. This is good, and yeah. I don't know if what question that you have, but I just wanted to ask one more question. I only have one as well. But as well, okay. Well, you go here with yours. Well, uh, well, I don't know if uh, this is going to conflict or not because mm -hmm. I was uh, just. It, it looked like you know we just kind of like, you know, rounded out and filled out our interview uh, mm -hmm. with Apostle Phil, our segment. Yeah. Um, after all that, before any last segments, which was uh, the way I thought it was going, mm -hmm. um, as you look around Apostle Phil, as we've all experienced, let's just say, the lockdown piece of the pandemic, and let me just say the release or li the, the lifting of the lockdown is a better choice yeah. of words, yeah. perhaps. Um, after all this didn't happen, and after all this that we've talked about, uh, you know, uh, collectively tonight, do you think we learned our lesson yet? Mm. Do you think God's message got across mm. to the well, church? To the church, yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, I, I think the answer is yes or no. For some, yes, and some for and some and for a lot, no. Yes, sir. And 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 that's what's sad. And yeah. you know, the only way you can learn is to be teachable. Yes, sir. I I the the, the reason why. I, I, over 57 years, I know some things is because I'm a lifelong learner. Mm -hmm. I, I, I want somebody, I, I want like people that. to teach me. I want to learn. Like I'm a lifelong learner. You, you never get to the place in your life where you can just sort of say, I'm done. Unfortunately, yeah. pe there are people in church leadership who, because of pride, don't want mm. to change. Right. They don't want to hear it. Mm. Um, you know, they don't want to submit to the prophetic or the apostolic right. anointing mm. of another pastor in their city right. who's trying to help them. They don't even, they, they just want to do it. They would rather their ministries dry up. Lord, have mercy. In pride than to um, be teachable. Yes, and sir. and I just think that there's a there's a problem there, you know. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, some of us have learned the lesson. Some of, I'm still learning and I'm still asking Amen. God, Father, Amen. Are we on track at CCF? Yes, I mean, sir. I mean, I want to make sure. Are we doing yes. what you want mm. us to do? Are we are we learning the lessons so yeah. that when we go through the next big crisis, Amen. we'll be able to handle it Amen. the way we handled this last one? Amen. Mm. Yes, sir. Wow. We, we told y'all <laughs> what was going to happen. I think, like I said before, you are like the apostles to the apostle, you know, <laughs> um, and I say that, you know, it, and not to just words of flatter, but what we've learned since Can January. Can I interject something real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Because, honey, you said that and, and it's, it is not about flattery. But you can always tell the mm. tree by the fruit. Yeah, yeah. And and that's probably one of the the drawing things mm. about the Smiths. Like I can say about Apostle mm. uh, Phil and his wife is that 
it's not just fluff. It's not just one way here, a different way there. It's, it's, it's no irregularity or nothing like that. Like, if I open my Bible, mm. if I may, I'm going to see him there. Because he's going to do, he's going to live. He's going to say, he's going to act upon the yeah. things of the scripture. You know what yeah. I mean? And I think it's the authenticity of, of them. That's you know it. what I mean? That, that really just makes it that much more effective. Yeah. You know what I mean? When they do or say a thing yeah. on behalf of God. And so, yeah, yeah I, I have to say that about yeah. you, Apostle Phil. And, and obviously, you know, your wife, you know, uh, <laughs> in yeah. her absence, so to speak. Because that's, that's one of the main things as we were praying on last year. You know what I mean? We were praying, Lord, all right, so we see the shift happening. So where do we shift to? Who is it going to be? Yeah. And all that I know, I, I still can't wrap my head around yeah. how we met. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But God let the meeting happen. Yeah. And as you know, uh, we have met and I'm just going to say are developing a relationship and growing a relationship. The proof is in the pudding. Yeah, it, it's and, in the pudding. And you come to church and the proof is in the pudding. Mm. And it, it's not just, and so I'm a, I'm a Bible guy equally, Apostle Phil. It's, it's, it's line up on line, precept upon precept. Yes, it, it's it in the word of God. And his spirit is there yeah. actively. And so, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I think that's probably why you say what yeah. you say. Anyway. The apostle yeah. of the apostle. There, there you go. And I, I, I must say, uh, Apostle Phil, because I know it's so much that you can say, yeah. but I believe this was that episode Amen. that leaders need to watch. Amen. You know, any Amen. leader, because you drop so many nuggets right and on. you're positioning the church. Uh, right now, just the leaders you have up under you and people outside of there. So many right. people that need right. to connect with you. Yes. Um, and so I want to ask, is there any any final words that you have to say to the church? And what is the father saying um, right now yeah. for his church? Wow. Um, get ready. Uh, th it comes to my mind that don't lower your guard. As I said, we're Amen. coming out of this lockdown Amen. and we've got the vaccine. So we're trying to get back to normalcy. And that can cause people to um, go back to a normal that was never really Come normal and lower their guard. And it's like, do not. This, yes. this time is a time to reflect um, kind of gather together and see where we are and what we're doing and what is God saying so that we can get ready for the, the, the bigger challenges that are going to hit the planet mm. uh, in the years to come, in the months and years to come. Oh my God. So I guess, I guess it would be let's stay on alert. Um, let's not operate in fear. There's yeah. nothing to be afraid of. Mm. Let's yeah. just be ready mm. for what he has. So that means yeah. we've got to pay attention in this season. What is God saying? Make the necessary adjustments Amen. now before it's too late. Yeah. Um, and don't be don't be complacent. Mm. Amen. Wow. It's so powerful because it's so right now. Mm. That's 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 exactly where we are. Yeah. You know, and Apostle Phil, we just want to say thank you wow. for coming back to the state of the church. Yes. Thank you for just letting God use you. Yeah. Uh, just even. So, so now, since last year happened, I want to get a little bit up the road so I can look at this and then see how the how manifestation played out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because and that, 
that's one thing that, uh, you know, I learned real quick about you, Apostle, and learned real quick about the Spirit of God is that the Lord, he will use you in a mm -hmm. unique way. And, you know, it, it's not for apparently, and, you know, thank God we're matured in this. It's not for bragging rights or anything like that. But I think I heard you say it's so that people can see that God is that's getting it. his message out. Yeah, people can see that message. God is using you. He, he, his spirit is flowing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even already with this year and suddenly and things like that. And, and what we did not say was the repeat suddenly that came after that. Oh, my God. So to speak. Oh, you know so I mean? many. So yeah. many. The, the death of, you know, the, the, the president of Haiti. Um, my God, the storms, the hurricanes, the I mean, it was so many sudden. The golf man was in the car accident. Yes, um, the persecution of the Christians has been happening, that, but it was more broader, whereas everyone saw it. Yeah. And then... Um, my God, it was so many. I yeah, can't yeah. even name all of them, but I, yes. I meant to just write it down so I can say it here. Right. Just exactly. so, you know, God can see that God is using you, yeah. um, you Definitely. know, mighty in this hour. And it's yes, not sir. for showboat. It's not right. for money. It's not for prestige. Yeah. It's not to have a title within, within men. Right. Right. You know, God is really speaking through you. Yes. And so it just confirms one, yeah. we where we need to be, but two, you where you need to be as an apostle. You know, being that leader, that forerunner and the person that's pouring into others and, you know, really revealing truth through the right. word of God and also, you know, having the heart of the father because yeah. you definitely have God's heart. Definitely. You know, you definitely, definitely want to see people grow yes. and move forward. So we appreciate you. And, and, and if I made that coming out of the lockdown, maybe perhaps there's a. A more revised blueprint to lay the foundation mm. you know what i'm saying so that we can receive it as people yeah. and so so i i i, I stole a, a a pinch uh from a, a a shaking last year and you were saying something about laying a foundation so that people can build upon it mm. you know what i mean which is maybe direct relative to uh, your office or your call hence as an apostle the whole foundation being laid this side of time you know what i'm saying so that if we are willing to receive and hence like you just mentioned be teachable then we will be positioned in god so that we can do the things of God correctly without all that fat. I, I do not like fat on my brisket. Really I do not like fat on my pork. Now, anyway. He would have a steak. We went to a prayer anniversary to get a ribeye. And he had a steak. But when he was done, it was like a 20-ounce steak. When he was done, it was probably only I eight. I cut all of that marbling stuff. I thought, man, that's not me. <laughs> I want mine lean. That's why people eat ribeye. <laughs> I, I said, honey, that's some good marble there. What are you doing? Like, I'm just saying, like, give it to me. What are yeah, you, you doing? Yeah, you can have this. And then after he done, he want to eat all my food. I'm like, really? Like, <laughs> hey, seriously, no, you're not eating my salmon. But it's just funny. Just please, <laughs> But even real don't like the fact. Yeah. So when you said that, that done something. Yeah. That done something. That made my other baby leap, dog. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, Apostle, yeah. we so appreciate Amen. you. We thank God for you. CCF, I know y'all in the building yes, i know yes. i mean we know that you're in the building Amen. and so we know that god truly 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 you have an apostle that's of the apostles now a man of god we have an apostle we are, yeah we yeah i mean i'm i mean <laughs> but we have an apostle so apostle we appreciate yes, you this was yes, a sir. powerful powerful yes, segment definitely you guys share this with yeah. all your
your friends, especially leadership. I think yes. this segment was definitely fruitful for all the leaders, the apostles, prophet, evangelists, all of the fivefold. Yes. And you that's actually leading people, you need to hear this because God is speaking to us. And I mean, honestly, once we get done, I'll probably be on the floor. <laughs> Corey too. He said he'd be on the floor because I felt that I needed that. I yes. needed that resuscitation. Yeah. I needed that restoration. Amen. I'm so Amen. excited for our fast as well, yeah. Apostle, yeah, because I think every church around this time needs to just yeah. shut down, definitely. you know, definitely. and really see God for October. Amen. So Amen. Apostle, anything else? Thank you for having me. And thank you for all of those wonderful, kind words. I'm just so blessed to be to have the privilege of being you all's pastor for this season and participating in this, the contributions and deposits that Father wants to put in your life. I'm just Amen. excited. So, Amen. yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, very thankful. Yes, sir. Well, thank you guys for coming out for another uh, episode of the State of the Church with our very own Apostle Phil. Uh, please like, share, and subscribe, and please join us again next week where we're going to have another powerful episode and a brand new guest to the State of the Church, and you don't want to miss it. We love you guys. See you later. See you guys later. <laughs>